0: Welcome to Encourage the Believer. Our goal is to share truth and strengthen the body of Christ. Here's Brother Tim Bell to share our encouragement for today. Hello and welcome to Encourage the Believer, a podcast that's designed to do exactly what it's entitled, that is to encourage you. Uh, as you go through your day, and I trust that it has been an encouragement to you. We've had 25 episodes, and I trust that this one will be no different. Uh, We do have a couple of things I'd like to share with you. Um, Please, if you enjoy what we are doing in this ministry of TPB Ministries, would you please just share this with your friends? Uh, Follow us. uh, Go to Instagram. uh, Put it on your Instagram page. Put it on your Facebook page. Uh, You can find us at TPB Ministries on our Facebook page and um, like us, uh, share it with those on uh, Facebook and Instagram and uh, be able to uh, reach as many uh, as we possibly can uh, through this ministry. And then also, uh, we are about to get our second printing of Encouraging the Believer and it is the... Original devotions and poetry and stories uh, book that I have written uh, the first set um, sold out very quickly and I already have orders that are ready to go as soon as these the second printing comes in So if you would like to have uh, a copy of this book uh, Just a direct message or private message me through Facebook and We'll be more than happy to give you the information on how to obtain Uh, as many copies of this book as you would like. I know there are some that have, I know one purchased at least 10 copies, uh, and there's been others that have uh, ordered multiple copies of this book, and it has been an encouragement to many. I have had uh, emails back and uh, uh, direct messages back uh, how that it has been an encouragement to their heart, which I praise the Lord for. Um, so if you would like a copy of that, please make sure you contact us through Facebook on a direct message and uh, we'll, uh, we'll get you hooked up with that. So today uh, I, I want to talk to you about something that um, has been on my heart and mind and it is found in Psalm 51. Um, you know, David was a, a, a great man. He was a great leader. And of course, we all know that. Um, He was given the title, A Man After God's Own Heart, long after um, he had died, um, and long after he had made uh, choices that um, probably you and I would say, you know, how in the world did he get that title? But um, he was a man after God's own heart for many other reasons, and... Psalm fifty-one is, from what I, from what I see and from what I can uh, glean from it, one of the reasons uh, he had committed the sin with Bathsheba, and uh, the 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 guilt was eating on him, and he realized what he had done, and he realized that he had been caught in his sin. And he was confessing his sin to the Lord in Psalm 51. And I want to talk to you today about creating a clean heart in, in me. Um, create a clean heart in me, O Lord. I, I, uh, I want to read uh, Psalm 51 to you. And, and I want you to understand the heart of a man that is coming to grips with what he had done. He is pouring his heart out. There is no hiding here. Okay, there is no uh, blame shifting here. There is no finger pointing here. There is no, um, you know, uh, I couldn't help it because you know uh, it's not all my fault. Um, I was set up, or none of that. Um, You know, he couldn't. He couldn't say as Adam said, "The woman thou gavest me, Lord." You know, he, he he. That was such a weak statement that Adam said, um, and you know, David in Psalm fifty-one, as we're going to read here. You're going to find that it's an open book. He is transparent as he possibly can be, and in order for us to 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 get a clean heart, and I mean a clean heart, you know. Um, have you ever? Let me let me start off with this. Have you have you ever told your children to to clean their room? I you know I remember. I mean I've had four kids. Okay, and uh, and I remember uh, going into their room, and I, I believe at some point in time, there's been at least one or two that have stayed together in the room. Uh, you know I think one at one point uh, all three boys stayed in a room together. With bunk beds and, um, you know, so uh, boys' rooms, you know, with three boys, especially little ones, can get messy. And I would tell them they need to clean their room, and they would they would be in their room, and you could hear them, and 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 it would you would think, man, they're really getting and getting getting with it, and within 10 minutes they come into the living room or come into the kitchen and wanna go outside and I would say, did you clean your room? Yes, sir. And I would go into their room and uh, I would look and probably a four by four foot square uh, place in the floor was clean. And they had taken everything and kinda shoved it Uh, to the corners of the room shoved it to the bed shoved it to the closet nothing was really put away it was kind of just shoved uh, you know shoved around and my definition of what clean was and you know their definition of what of what clean was is, is two different things right and you know Opening, you know, you tell them, well, no, you, you didn't get that. You need to do it again. Here's what you need to do, and they fuss and fight, and you know, they they moan and complain and grumble, and you know, and and they'll whine and and like you're beating them to death, and 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 uh, you'll even show them sometimes, you know, how to do it. Um, but then you'll leave the room and you'll let them. You say, "Well, I'm, I want you to get it done," and you'll you after you've shown them and told them, you'll leave the room and let them be on their own. And again, after ten minutes, you'll come back, and it's as if they didn't hear anything you said. And again, it was shoved in a corner, and you know, shoved way up underneath the bed to where you couldn't see it. I, I remember one time there was stuff shoved under the mattress. <laughs> I'm not gonna say which boy, Abe. But I'm gonna it, it shoved under the mattress. Um but how you know how do I how do we take that thought and put it into create a clean heart in me, oh God? We do, we do the same thing when it comes to things in our lives that we need to clean up in our own heart, in our own life. And how does that happen? I mean, David in Psalm 51 starts it and he starts off by saying, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness." Have mercy upon me. Why Why would he start with have mercy upon me? and the Here's the thought here. He knows how bad he is. We don't want to admit how bad we are, do we? Come on, folks. I mean, if we really are sincere with wanting to get our lives in order, if we are really wanting to be honest with ourselves and honest with God and let God do a work in our life, we have to say, God, please be merciful to me because I am a rotten, low-down sinner. I am sinful. And here are my sins in my life. I need a clean heart. But instead, we... We shove things under our spiritual beds. We we hide things in the closets of our hearts. We put things, you know, to where we hope nobody sees them. Cleaning in Scripture means for God to search us and try us and see if there be any wicked way in us, doesn't it? I mean, we give Him full reign in our life when we want a clean heart, correct? Correct. When we say, search us, oh God, we say to him, search every aspect of our life. Mind, body, soul, and spirit. David said, purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Clean out the closets of your life, folks. Throw away the junk that is easily besetting you. Have you ever gone up into your attic lately? I mean, how many moves have you made, and it's the same box that you have not opened in two moves, and it's been with you for 15 years? <laughs> I know I have. I got boxes in our in our attic. I couldn't tell you what's in them. And we've moved. I know at least three times. At least three times since we've been here in Georgia. I, I don't know what's in them. Yet they're in my attic, and apparently, it's a valuable box. <laughs> I want I want to share you with you. Psalm fifty one, and I'm going to give you a, a closing thought, and then we'll be done. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness. According unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgression. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sins. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only, have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean, wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may may rejoice, hide thy face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right heart, right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold uphold me with thy free spirit. And let, me, let me go back to that verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. And renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence. And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And uphold me with thy free spirit. Folks, David wanted that joy again in his life. It had been lost He wanted that joy of the first time he realized he was lost and he needed Christ in his life and he was living his life for Christ. The joy of his salvation, of living for the one that redeemed him, living for the one that claimed him as his own. David wanted that salvation joy. Hey, folks, have you been in that position? Are you in that position right now? Are you in that position where you need that joy again? You have lost that joy of your salvation. And the reason for that losing of your joy is because you're needing a, a clean heart. You're needing you, the Lord to create a clean heart in you. That's why we have 1 John 1, 9 in the book. For if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That allows us to renew that fellowship. That allows us to Renew that joy of our salvation with Him. That allows us to get closer in our walk with Him. To have that closer fellowship. To draw closer to Him. And we can have that created new clean heart with Him. Create in me, Lord, a clean heart. And the only way that's going to happen is if you allow the Holy Spirit of God, to search you, try you. To point out those things that are besetting you, to pull out those things that are keeping you from having that joy that you once had in your life. and We need those things gone in order to be able to show a lost and dying world The joy of our salvation. And that is Jesus Christ. I trust you're having a wonderful day. Created me a clean heart, oh God. Let that be on your lips today as you go through the day. And remember, encourage the believer. It does the body good. God bless. We'll see you until next time. Thanks for joining us on Encourage the Believer. If you like what you hear, be sure to follow the podcast and share with your friends. See you next time.